Hello and welcome to the EMG Gold podcast. I'm Spencer Gore, CEO and founder of EMG Health. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, Mr. Grant Gordon. Uh, Grant is best known, I think, perhaps as a, a motivational speaker, uh, a sales trainer, an author of numerous books, not to forget, uh, obviously, a property tycoon, uh, but you might also know him from his famous 10x congresses, uh, conferences, I'm sorry. Um, so I first heard of Grant back in January 2017, I think it was, when I bought Be Obsessed or Be Average, uh, which is one of my favorite books of all time, I must add. Uh, I've since read all of his other six books. Uh, I've seen him speak in London, in Miami, and, and most recently in Vegas, uh, where we had a corporate box for 10 of our sales team, which was uh, a mind-blowing experience. How good, uh, how good was that event? It, it was phenomenal, absolutely. I, I, I had, um, so when we went in uh, the, the year before to, to Miami, I went with one colleague, and he told me a couple of times it was life-changing. So we decided to take a 10 of the team this time, and I, I heard life-changing mentioned, um, I don't know, how many, how many ever times. It, it, it truly is uh, a, fascinating, a fascinating event. And we also had the privilege of, of seeing the Tyson Fury fight as well while we were there. So that was- Oh, uh, wow. That was, was awesome. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So um, yeah, it was great. Uh, we, we've also got the whole team on uh, GCU now. So uh, they've been on that for about a year. Um, so welcome to the show, Grant. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Thank, thanks for being, uh, you know, being involved in more than just the one or two things that we've done. I really, really appreciate your support. No problem. I'm hoping to come out to uh, to boot camp, and uh, I was going to. I booked it at the congress at the conference, and I couldn't do the first date. So luckily, I booked it for October. So I'm hoping by then it will still be going, and uh, I'll be able to come out for that. Yeah, we've. Uh, you know, people keep saying, "Hey, when are you going to do live events?" We have a live event scheduled for July. Right. August, September, and October. So um, I'm confident that we're going to be back to doing live events. That's not my primary business, as you know. Yeah. Uh, but so many people want to come down to Miami, see our operations, see our culture, and, and particularly at this time, to relearn about sales and marketing in this new environment that's going to be vital and critical to, uh, to people going forward. Yeah, definitely. Totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll start off with a question. Yeah, we're, we're obviously doing this on Zoom. We were supposed to be doing it face-to-face -face originally. And um, obviously with COVID-19, that's, that's not possible. But you know, just from your point of view, how, how is that affecting um, yourself personally, but also the business? Well, it, you know, this thing is, there's a massive, massive event that's taking place in the world, uh, unprecedented you could say that 10 times and, and, and still wonder if you're coming up short. Um, certainly, I have never experienced anything of this magnitude in my lifetime. I have said many times since 2008 that America would experience a recession of much deeper and wider magnitude uh, on the orders of which we'd never seen before. Never imagined it would be like this. We're already at 32 million people unemployed in America. We'll probably have unemployment of at least one out of five people, which is a much greater number than one out of five when you take into account how they count uh, unemployment. Yeah. We're, we're gonna have entire industries fail, businesses fail, 14% of restaurants have already said they will permanent, permanently close. They will not reopen. So we are truly going through times that will require everyone to learn new skills, to have a completely different mindset than you had before. Like if mindset has ever been, been important, today it's gonna to become more important than ever. 
Yeah. Uh, quitting is going to be the rest. It's going to be the the appetizer, the meal, and the the selected most common selected dessert. People will want to quit. Yeah, you'll want to eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and dessert. Like it's going to be because it's so easy. It's going to be tough, tough for people to get through this, and that's where that's where the opportunity really is. If somebody can just have the mindset to not quit and is willing to figure out how do they redo themselves yeah. on the other side of this, the, the silver lining uh, is that on the other side of this, I believe this is going to be a rebirth of the entrepreneur of yeah. millionaires and even billionaires like we have never seen before. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, you, you, we can look, talk about all this, this negative stuff and, and you know, a positive mindset isn't going to take that away, but it's certainly going to help people get through it. And, and can you, you know, what, what are some of the daily routines and, and rituals that you've, you've implemented uh, since lockdown and, and since this has happened to, to optimize the way you're working from home and working in a different way? Yeah, so, the, you know, look, working from home is very difficult for me because I tried that for uh, from the age of 30, my first business, 30 till 45 years old. I tried the solopreneur, small business owner mentality, work from home, uh, office is part of your home environment. Uh, a handful of people come over and work with me from the house. A 1099 to everybody in America, that means they basically were not salaried. We, we, we outsourced, which you hear a lot about today. Um, the, those things, which was all really about saving and econ being economical, yeah. uh, were, were very destructive and disastrous to me as a businessman. Because if you study great companies, they, they, they don't do it from home. Yeah. There, there is no great company. No, nobody's ever done anything great at home, including Jesus. Yeah, Jesus had to leave. So uh, if people think that they're going to stay home and build a great company, it's never been done before. I don't want to be working remote. I don't want my people remote. I know that I'm going to manage people better, inspire them more, stretch and push them more if they're with us in the environment and the culture. So right now, uh, regarding rituals, daily rituals, more important than ever is – what time do I go to sleep? What time do I wake up? Yeah. Like in between those two, you should be sleeping. Yeah. People aren't going to be sleeping right now very well because they're scared. Yeah. And I know, I know the fear that I experience, the uncertainty, the amount of anxiety that, that is constant in the news today with layoffs, industry failures, bankruptcies, et cetera. The, the period uh, between when I wake up and go to sleep at night, I have to get it grooved in. So first thing I'm doing every day is I wake up, I write down my goals, I work out, I get some kind of workout in, even though I, I can't go to a gym. That, that'll lift here in a second, and hopefully I can go back to the gym. Uh, I should get in the first hour and 30 minutes, my goals written down, my breakfast, my shower, and my workout done in the first 90 minutes. The rest of the day, I'm going full out on making contacts to people that can help me expand and grow my business. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. You, w one of the things I wanted to talk about is I, I saw, um, uh, I don't know if it was an Instagram video you did or so, something you did recently or at the start, you know, a couple of months back. Uh, and you said one of the most important things to do at the moment was to reread Sell or Be Sold. Uh, and so I started rereading that. And um, you, know, you talk about the last recession, about 
you know, one of the things that, that you that got you through that was just going out and knocking on doors. You know, we can't do that now. So, you know, are there any tips? So how, but, how do you do but, that? But you will be able to do it, you know, and, and see, uh, so, so yeah, in 2008, I learned, nobody knew me in 2008. Nobody knew me in 2009 or 10, but it was in 2010 when I wrote the 10X rule after Celebi sold that I discovered, hey, I, I was knocking on doors. I was doing the right thing, but I wasn't knocking on enough of them. Yeah. So you, you need to, that, that's when I wrote 10X about expansion and about industries. Don't be specific in one industry. You need to be, you need to be in a bunch of spots yeah. and getting, making a lot of noise, mixing it up. But, but back to knocking on doors, even though you can't go knock on doors today, you can call somebody and say, hey, I'm thinking we're coming back, what, what are we in, May? I'd like to book an appointment to come see you in June, June 1. I don't know if we're going to be open there. Well, good. Look, if we don't open by then, I won't show up. Yeah. Can I put you on the calendar? Yeah. Yeah, man, sure. You want to be the person making a call right now, booking the future, securing the future, anchor down into the future. Yeah. Who knows? Well, maybe I can take that June 1 and pull it back to me today and offer the client something today. Yeah. I called him to talk to him about a door-to-door. -door. Yeah. So I need a list. I need an opening. And I need follow-up. Uh, and, and this is going to become so important to people today. I mean, it's so simple. Okay? I need a list of people to talk to. How do I build the list? Marketing and advertising. It's never been easier. It's never been cheaper. Uh, if you're creative and committed, you can figure out how to market your name and get it known. So, number one, I need a list. Number two, I need to make contact. What do I say when I make that contact? What's my opening? What's my hook? How do I get somebody to agree to a meeting? And three, follow up. How do I either follow up that meeting, pull it back to me, see if I can get some money for something I can do for him for the next 30 days? Yeah. Like literally, literally, I would try to make the proposal I'm going to make in June, I would try to make to him today or her today on the phone. Okay, maybe delay payment till June. Yeah. Knowing my reason to call him was literally just to go knock on his door, meet him, introduce myself and get toe to toe. The reason yeah. I'm telling you that's so important today is because nobody's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's quit. Everybody's like, I can't do anything until June or July or whenever the government tells you the date is. I want to start doing something today. Yeah. I have to start doing something today. You know, even if you don't need money, you need to start doing something today. Otherwise, you're going to be left behind when this thing opens back up again. Yeah. I mean, exactly what we've done here. Yeah, we've, we've flipped some of our products. We've made them all... Uh, or we've launched more more digital products. We 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 had a, a pretty quiet March, but April was our best ever month. Yeah, we we we've just been out there, as you say, sort of knocking on doors, but 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 doing it by the phone. And we we've sold more products in in April uh, that we didn't even have in March than we did in the whole of March. So wow, it, it, wow, that's awesome. Urgency, urgency, intention, intensity. You know, now, now, now it's interesting because other people aren't doing those things. So I don't yeah. know why you're doing them and they're not. Yeah. Uh, because obviously you've made a decision. You got a good coach. Yeah. You got somebody inspiring you yeah. and you've decided to go big or go bigger. <laughs> that's, that's why I love be obsessed or be average. <laughs> yeah. it's, but that's what it's all about for us. We, yeah, the whole teams, we've got a team full of gold medal winners that all have that same mindset. And, and that's, the, as you said before, that's the key thing. And you know, I, I wanted to ask a little bit about your mindset. You know, you, you talked a lot about in your, your 20s uh, being addicted to drugs. 
uh, and I was curious to know if, if do you think you've changed or you're still a, you've still got that addictive personality, but you now channel it in the, into the, the good things rather than the bad things? Yeah. So look, I, I mean, I think everybody has an addictive uh, quality. I think everybody's been addicted to something at some point in their life. You, 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 if I'd have said this to you when I was 25 years old, it wouldn't have been based on any real facts, but I've met, you know, over my lifetime, I've met millions of people and I've met thousands of unbelievably super, super successful people. Um, every super successful person I've ever met has this quality of being able to be obsessed. Yeah. Um, McGregor talks about, He's like, look, I'm not, I'm not that talented, but I'm obsessed. Yeah. Uh, he's not committed. Like at that point, he is obsessed with something. Like something, something's got him right. And and the same thing with addiction. Like as a kid, I just lacked direction and guidance. Yeah. And the treatment facility labeled me a drug addict. When yeah, okay, that was true, but but. Why, why don't I just take that addictive quality that I can't let it go thing. I got to do it. I have to do this. Why can't I just shift that to another better directed, more survival um, impulse, if you yeah. will. Yeah. And so I've trained that impulse. The, the impulse can be trained. It can be taught. How do I train the impulse to say, Hey, I, my duty, my obligation is to be successful. Yeah. This is my battle cry. I ache, I ache for success. Yeah. And, and for some people, some people listen to this and say, okay, the guy's got his own plane. He's got 500 employees. Company makes a bunch of money. I can't spend the money that I've made in my lifetime. I've been really, really smart with how I use my money. Um, he's got, he's got, he's got a, a lot of nice stuff. What, what else does he want? I want to find me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you can go, when you go buy a car or watch or have a bunch of money in a bank account, that doesn't mean you found you yet. Yeah. I want to find my potential, you know, the, the, the qualities that make me unique. Yeah. And, and how can I make a contribution? So those are the things that I'm obsessed with today that, 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 that when I was 25, I was obsessed with, okay, I got to get a career. I got to be good at it. I need to make a little bit of money. I need to save a little money. Then it was like, okay, I'm going to start a business of my own. Okay, now I became obsessed with that. And then it was like, okay, uh, I need to get my business making more money so that I can actually start a third business. Yeah. Then I started a third business. It was real estate. I became obsessed with, okay, I need the first two businesses to keep working because I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. Obsessed doesn't mean you quit. Yeah. It means you can add. If you lose a little interest over here, once you add something, but don't drop these yeah. because what most people do is they start one business, then start a second one. The, 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 the second one becomes interesting and, and then they drop the first one and they're back to one again. Yeah. And they, and they got smaller. That's why I say, look, go big or go bigger. Yeah. It's never go big or go home. Go bigger, go bigger. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, and you'll meet yourself on this journey. And I don't mean the old self. I mean the next part of who you are. Who are you really, Grant Cardone? So who people knew me in 2008 was different than 2010, and it's going to be different in 2020. And I promise you, the next time you come to my growth conference, it will be completely different. Yeah. It will be bigger. It will be better. 
Without a doubt, I know I hold the single best conference on planet Earth. That includes Microsoft, Salesforce, IBM, the biggest companies in the world. There is no one. Tony Robbins doesn't hold a stick to like, there's no one. And this is not bragging. This is like, I am unequivocally the best single event. We do one a year. We don't do 17 a year. We do one event a year and it is, it is simply the single best event in the world. Yeah. So at some point I might be like, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. Cause I can't do it better or something. I got to figure out how to do it bigger and better. And when I can't do it bigger and better anymore, I'm like, okay, let me go do something else now. Yeah. I, I, I love that. I, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's, why not? And, and look, you, were, you were there, right? So, you know, yeah. like on oh, Sunday, I, I, I brought Floyd Mayweather out. Floyd Mayweather wasn't even on the card. Yeah. yeah. I, I never promoted Floyd. Dana White came out the, the, the Saturday. I never, yeah. I never promoted Dana White. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta showed up okay. Sunday after, uh, Saturday afternoon. Ne never even talked about John being there. Yeah. When you can do an event like that, and I already had, I mean, the thing, the thing Kevin Hart was on the, the card, right, the promo, um, and a bunch of other unbelievable people. But when you can keep adding people, the audience is like, God dang, dude. Yeah. The goal there was not to make money on that event. Okay. The goal, the goal of my business is always to have a product or service that's profitable. Yeah. But the, the, the real mission was I want people to see an event when they talk about it without any pushing for me, they're like, that was the single best event I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. Uh, it, of any event, like even going to like uh, circus Olay or yeah, even yeah. the fight, what would you rather do? Go to the fury fight or go to my event? Oh, the fury fight was a nice bonus. That's, yeah, that's, there's no competition. The, 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 yeah. the three days we spent with you and the, and the speakers was was phenomenal. Yeah. And you know, with no promotion from your guys, uh, yeah, we, we went from one person last year to ten this year. We ten we ten next year, and we'll do the same next year. It's, there you go. You put on a you put on a service like that and deliver that sort of quality. You don't have to sell it because you're over delivering, and we're getting a better return than we anticipated. So it's, it's yeah. a yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking about mindset, uh, you know, there's a lot of people talk about hard work. A lot of people talk about mindset. Uh, we recruit on on values, uh, so the mindset type of thing, rather than the results. And we'd rather have someone that had the all of our values, but but wasn't necessarily the the, the finished article because we think we can train the skills, but we're never going to change their mindset. Is is that the sort of philosophy you use with your team? Yes, yeah, so certainly. I want people that you know. I think, I think the mindset's more important than the talent. Yeah. Do you and think you I can train I, that mindset? Say again? Do you think you can train that mindset or is it something that you've just, you've just got but you're maybe not using in the right way? I, you know, I think, that, I think that when people get around other people that are striving to do more, they want to they do more or they're going to leave. Yeah. So the, the, the thing that makes my company work here is that we, we, look, we make so many mistakes every day. It's unbelievable. Half, half the time, we don't even know what we're doing. Um, but the push, the push to the next thing yeah. that comes from leadership, it, it can only come from leadership. There's got to be someone driving that agenda. Yeah. Uh, I was just in a meeting with two executives, and they're like, we're doing so many things right. Okay, good. Well, uh, yeah, that's all in the past for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I want, what's the next thing? What's the next thing, guys? 
And this is my friend Tim Tim Grover. He he trained Kobe and, and Jordan, and he's like, Grant, your mindset is so much like those guys. What's next? Now, I don't I don't know how you get that. Yeah. Uh, for me, the way I've gotten that is because I become I'm very very honest with myself. Uh, meaning meaning I know I can do better. Yeah. That that's all I want, man. I just want to do a little better. See, I hear a lot of people talk about family's the most important, God's the most important, um, health is the most important. For me, doing better is the most important. Yeah. Because then I please my family, then I please my God, and then my health, hey, my health is probably going to be good if I'm striving to do more. Yeah. And if it's not, if my health is failing, I still want to do better in the last moments. But having someone like that as a leader, does that make it even more important to have the right team in place? Because a lot of people just don't get that. And, and if you're saying that and doing all of that, there's a lot of people just think, what, what the hell are these guys talking about? You know, it, so you've got to have everyone bought into that sort of mindset, I think, don't you? And it, yeah, no, or, or, or what you do is you, you, um, you know, you let those people go about their business. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't run after those people. Like, I'm not trying to keep those people in my, in my environment. When you're in an environment where everybody's pushing and you're like, ah, this isn't my deal, you leave. Yeah, yeah. We call so, it deselecting so, themselves. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, you leave. I, I mean, I have a lot of people quit our company. Uh, we, you know, so they're like, I can't work here. It's just, it's too, it's too much. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm wrong and it doesn't mean they're wrong, by the way. But, but whether they're right or wrong doesn't matter to me. It's, it, it, this is my life I'm doing, right? And, and I already tried doing less. Yeah. I've already tried. I spent enough of my life trying to do less, yeah. to be smarter, to work smarter. Dude, I mean, I never figured it out. I have to work harder. I got to be in more places. Uh, I need quantities of activity. I need quantities of customers. That's, that's the scary part about a contraction like this is the quantity of customers shrinks so violently. Yeah. Um, that you have to have a huge pool of people. Like look, look who's winning right now. The only companies that are winning today have massive pools of purchasers, Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, they, they, they went into this with a mass Starbucks, mass numbers of location and, and a good balance sheet. Yeah. You, you can't have a lot of stores and a lot of customers and have a bad balance sheet and no customer service. Yeah. So you can be in the wrong place at the wrong time. By the way, you didn't get there because you, did, you knew you like, nobody's getting surprised about this economy right now. Anybody that's in trouble because of this event was in trouble before this. Yeah. Now the airlines and the hotels will say, no, no, we didn't know. Everybody knows people quit flying when the economy contracts. Yeah. Everybody knows that hotels, uh, uh, don't, don't, uh, hotels and cruise liners get hurt when the economy contracts. We've been through a 12 year expansion in the economy. Money's been free. Yeah. JC Penney's Macy's, uh, uh, Neiman Marcus, these companies that have been, mishandling people in their stores um they're in trouble but yeah. they were in trouble before this event yeah uh, yeah as you say it's not uh, you know this this particular event's a surprise but you, you you get a recession every 10 years on average roughly so it's not a, a huge shock you've got to be prepared at some point yeah it's just yeah it, it, it's just the way this one's happening is is unique yeah. right 
But look, if you're not, your balance sheet, your balance sheet, your balance sheet, it's got to be a balance sheet. Who's on my balance sheet? People, yeah. customers. If I have one customer on my balance sheet, you're, you're susceptible to a problem. Yeah, yeah. No matter how good that customer is. If I only serve Microsoft or Apple and they can pay forever, yeah. uh, the moment somebody comes along and creates something different, they're going to they're gonna bounce. Yeah. So I need a balance sheet that includes a lot of customers today. And I need a balance sheet that includes a lot of cash. Okay. And it's cool. You can have a lot of debt, but you better have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And you better be making a bunch of sales. And so that's the game today. Now, the, now your audience that's maybe, you know, just lost their job. They're like, what's this got to do with me? Everything. You need a balance sheet of customers. You need a balance sheet of money and you need a balance sheet of assets and you need to have more assets and liabilities. You just got to rebuild now. I've been rebuilding my whole life. I'm rebuilding through this. This is going to be a huge, a unbelievable event for a lot of people in a good yeah. way. Because yeah. it gives you a chance to pivot and, 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 and spin up and figure out, hey, what you were doing before this did not work. Yeah. The coronavirus didn't happen to you. It happened for you. Yeah. Love it. So you, know, you were talking there a little bit earlier on about you know, how you're always wanting to get better and do good. What, what sort of personal development are you doing yourself? What, 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 what floats your boat when it comes to getting better? What sort of things do you do? Well, one thing I do, I mean, some of your audience might know I'm a Scientologist. I've been studying Scientology for, I don't know, 15 or 16 years. It has been the most helpful, supportive, uh, analytical, rational, sane thing I've ever done in my entire life. Uh, it has helped me with communication skills, confidence skills, uh, courage, the ability to like, hey, I'm going to rent a whole stadium and I'm going to fill it up. So, um, you know, the press just beats it up. Like, because that's what the press does. The press just, yeah. you know, there's so, so many, it's just fake news, right? But it, it has helped me so much in a practical way, not a faith way. Like, like most religions are faith-based. This is a very practical uh, way to like learn what do I need to know about me so I can have more courage in my life. Yeah. What, what do I need to know about me and others so that I can have better communication? Kind of important if you want to be on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Okay. How do, what do I need to know about me to have more confidence with myself so that when I start getting more successful and I start getting more criticism or hate or whatever it is, I'm able to handle it without it squashing me. Yeah. Uh, in addition to uh, courses on marriage, courses on raising kids, like courses on just basic communication cycles, yeah. um, courses on uh, how has history impacted people and I can know how to use history to start predicting where I need to be in the future. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, and talking about the future, what, what are the goals for the next 10 years for GC? We want to take, uh, we're in 2020, so I would love for the real estate portfolio to be at $10 billion. I'm at 1.7 right now. I think that that's easily doable in the next 10 years. Uh, that'll put me in my 70s, so my speaking career will be probably um, starting to, to end. end. Um, so we'd like to do some really big conferences. I'd like to get to more places in the world with Grant Cardone license, our license program. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to be in 184 countries. 
and have tens of thousands of people partnering with me as a licensee, yeah. uh, as a partnership with me, pr promoting Grant Cardone University and Grant Cardone products. Yeah. Uh, so we got big plans, man. I mean, look, everybody's running out of time. Yeah, yeah. So people are like, I don't have time, I don't have time. Good, use it. Because yeah. everybody's running out of it. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm just gonna, I'm trying to figure out how do I best utilize my time so that I can impact the most lives possible because nobody's going to remember me because of, of, of the plane that I fly in or, or the money I have. They're not going to remember the $10 billion worth of real estate. They're going to remember whether I impacted their life and helped them. Yeah. The people that simply criticize me for whatever reason, they won't remember me. The people that I help, the families I help, uh, the jobs that I create, uh, the partnerships that we create in our companies, those people, hopefully, uh, hopefully the impact that, that I leave, will, they'll, they'll, they'll be very memorable and very positive. Definitely. And as I said earlier, that, yeah, the, the, the team that came over to, to Vegas for the GrowthCon, they were literally saying how life-changing it had been for them. So I think you're, you're, you're well on your way to doing that already. Um, yeah, what, what, what is it that takes, you know, I was, I, I, we talk about Pareto's law over here, you know, the 80-20 rule. So 80% of our sales team uh, revenue is brought in by 20% of the, the sales people, um, which is great for those 20%. But, you know, what is it that takes you to that next level? What gets you to the top 1% or the top 0.1%? Well, what, what's going to take you there is hiring 10, 10 times more people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to fight the 80-20. I don't know if the 80-20 is true or not. You know, I know that most people were born to be exceptional and they're not. Yeah. So I believe that all people are born to be exceptional. Most people choose not to be. Yeah. Not willing to put in the time. They're not willing to, to, to sacrifice the, 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 the time and energy. They're not willing to do what it takes long enough. They quit before the miracle takes place. So either they were born to be exceptional and then chose not to be. Yeah. So uh, somebody said, hey, do you pray to God? I said, you know, I really don't ask God for anything else. I'm grateful for everything he gave me already. Yeah. It's up to me now. It's yeah. all up to me. Okay. I have, God's given me everything I need. Now it's like, how do I go tap in? How do I discover it? How do I find it? How do I use it? Yeah. So the, the, the thing I used to find the better performer and, and Spencer, I've kind of given up on the better performer. I know the way to find the great performers is for me to expand the top line of my business. For the way for me to find a better customer is to expand how many customers I have. So if I have 10 customers and I go add 10 million, I'm going to find some good ones. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and when I surround performers with other high performers, everybody's yeah. performance goes up. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is this, the, the, the one thing you don't want to do for top performers is you don't want to put up with the 80%. Because the 80% can, can pull, drag down. It's not the 80, it's probably the bottom 20. They can drag down uh, the top 20. Actually, they make the top 20 look so good, you start putting up with stuff and you quit pushing them. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that concept of, 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 you know, everyone's born equal. It's something I've always uh, you know, thought that you know, we've, we, we've, we've all got two eyes, two ears, whatever it is. Yeah, there's, there's nothing different. It's just what, how you use it. And, you know, I was, uh, I went to university with the, the guys from Coldplay and, and, 
you know, they've gone on to be mega stars. They're no different. They, they, they're a, a sort of a constant uh, source of motivation for me that they, they're, no, they're no different to me or you. They, they, they've learned to play music. They can sing. You've learned to run a business. We're all good in, in, in different ways. If yeah. we maximize that potential, it's just maximizing yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah, I, I have always believed when I see Elon Musk, when I saw Steve Jobs, when I see Warren, I'm like, why am I not doing that? Yeah. Because yeah. I know, I don't know if everybody's born equal. I don't know that I agree that we're born equal, but because, because we all have different sets of skills, right? Yeah. And uh, I see my two daughters. I got an eight and a 10 year old. They're not equal. They're, they're, they're different, right? They're completely different. I know what you're saying too, right? But I think what they are is they're both exceptional in different ways. Yeah. But so what? That doesn't mean that the one that's most exceptional is going to do better in a particular category than the one that's not because whoever is most obsessed yeah. with that thing, and this goes back to be obsessed or be average. Whoever's most obsessed is going to win the game. Yeah. If you, if you're most obsessed with your advertising and your marketing and you are more committed to your marketing than your money and you're willing to actually take debt out yeah. in order to advertise your product, you could have an inferior product. Inferior products beat superior products every day in the marketplace. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody was more obsessed. Coca-Cola's got a shit product. Yeah. And nothing good about it. They're willing to advertise it. They're obsessed yeah. with the advertising of Coca-Cola. Yeah. So they pump their little sugar drink into the public. McDonald's. Doesn't make, they don't make a great hamburger. They sell a lot of them. Yeah, definitely. So, so one last question, because I, I know you're probably pretty busy, but one last question. You, we, we talk about the 10x mindset, um, and, and you, you said a, sort of there a minute ago, yeah, rec recruit another 100 staff or whatever. We're, we're in a pr pretty good position where we've got a database of half a million healthcare professionals. We work with uh, the top 20 pharmaceutical companies in the world. So we've got lots of opportunities, but, you know, We've also got limited resources. Yeah, to get another hundred staff, you've got to have the cash to recruit them. You've got to train. We're not short on opportunities, but how do you, how do you manage that? That uh, you know, how do you prioritize which projects yeah. you're going to do? So, so number one is, you know, I would say that yeah, you have everybody's got limited resources, but before the resources is the courage. Yeah. Okay. If you knew it was going to work, would you do it? Yeah. Then there's the confidence. So it's courage and confidence. Because yeah. if you're if you know you're not going to quit, right? And, and and if you know it's going to work, now it's just about do you have the courage to take the loan out? Yeah. And this is what makes the the the, the big giant companies massive. Yeah. And and why some of what we've been trained by society keeps us victims and slaves. Yeah. You know, every day, every day we hear, save your money. Okay, give it to the, which save your money, by the way, is give the money to the bank. Yeah. And let them invest it. Uh, prepare for retirement. Okay, uh, uh, get a, four, get a, whatever your retirement accounts are called there, right? Yeah. Who does that benefit? The yeah. bank. Yeah. Buy a house, buy a house and get rid of the debt. Okay, pay the house down. And one day, young man, which you'll be old by then, one day in the future, you'll live in the same house for 30 years. Yeah. It, 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 you know, but look at, what, look at what the players are doing. Look at Elon Musk. I'm selling every piece of property I have right now. Why? Because he's like, I'm going to space. We're creating 
tunnels. Uh, I'm going to change the world. Uh, we're going to do solar everywhere and I don't need a house. So, so like, like people are getting advice from the wrong people. And I would just say, look, if you want it, if you were really, really committed to like, I'm going to scale my business out right now, by the way, no better time in history than right this second, because nobody else is going for that. Yeah. The biggest companies in the world letting people go today because yeah. their balance sheets are screwed up. Yeah. And the big companies, unfortunately, can't operate on courage anymore. They have a board to, to uh, abide by. They, they have yeah. shareholders and investors. They got to do these reports. Dude, you can do anything you want. Yeah. You don't report to anybody. There's no board. There's no investors. You're like, shit, I'm just going to go crazy. Yeah. So as long as you got the courage and the commitment and the see-through and the follow-through, the follow-through, really the execution and the demand that your people get results – um, you're going to come out of this with, who knows? Spencer yeah. might be a billionaire. One day. One day. But you, but you can't become a billionaire the other way. Yeah. You know, no, nobody's ever become a billionaire uh, not taking risks. Yeah, definitely. You just can't do it. You can't, you can't create wealth. You can't create big. Uh, you can't create expansion. You can't change the world staying small. It's just impossible. Brilliant, Grant. I could I could talk and listen to you all day, but um, we we've uh, we've probably run out of time. I think so. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, I love listening to you. Uh, hopefully, uh, travel permitted. I'll see you in October, if not sooner, at boot camp. Hey, I can't wait, brother. I can't wait. I, ho I hope you get down here sooner. Uh, we again, July, August, September, October. We're planning for for to be back in business in front of our audio, uh, in front of our clients and our customers people like yourself, our investors at Cardone Capital. We're doing our February event in Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay. We've already got a contract. We're already booking speakers. So for all of you out there that are like, you think the world's not going to keep doing stuff, you're wrong. We will be doing stuff. You will be doing stuff. You won't even remember COVID-19. Yeah, definitely. People will remember 2020. Yeah, yeah. The year of the quarantine. Yeah. And you'll, you'll, you'll remember you lived through it. Everybody's going to get through this event. The question is, and this is what I'll end with, is like people need to decide. You need to understand, number one, you will survive this. Yeah. There's no way you don't survive it. The question is, on the other side of this, are you bigger or are you smaller? Yeah. Are you better or are you worse? Yeah. You know, are you, are you more unstoppable or less unstoppable? Because that's the choice. You're not going to be the same. It's impossible to be the same on the other side of this event. You're going to be different. Question is, I, for me, I just want to be better on the other side. Yeah. Brilliant. Grant, Appreciate been, you, brother. It's been an absolute pleasure. The, the, uh, the listeners hopefully have enjoyed it as much as I have. And uh, thank you very much. Love you, man. Appreciate you.